I'll be reading from Isaiah chapter 55, reading from verse Matthew chapter 13. Come, starting everyone at verse who thirsts, come to the waters. Jesus told and them another parable. No money, come the kingdom of heaven is like a man wine who sowed good seed without money in his field and without price. But while everyone was sleeping, why his do you enemy spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, eat what is the weeds also and delight yourselves in rich food. The owner's servants came to him and said, "Incline your ear and come to me. Here, seed in your field. Where then did the weeds come from? And I will make with you an everlasting covenant. My steadfast, sure." Love Do you want us David. to go and pull them up? Behold, I made him a witness no, to the people, answer, a leader and commander Because while you're for the pulling peoples, the weeds, you may uphold the wheat with You shall call a nation that you do not know. Until the harvest. And a nation that, that time not I will tell you the harvesters, shall run first collect the weeds and tie because them in the bundles to be of the Holy One Then gather the wheat for and bring it into my barn. glorified. Verse 36. This is the Then he left the, the crowd and went into the house. Thanks be to God. His disciples came to him and asked. Now the most common view of uh, the parable this of the weeds in the field. chapter, the most common view yeah, of Isaiah the, chapter fifty-five, the one who is that these words were originally the son of man. written to the address the people the of Judah who had been exiled into the Babylon. The and uh, scholars are divided are over whether this is Isaiah himself speaking ahead prophetically to a future generation that would face the exile, or whether this is perhaps one of Isaiah's disciples who, as a member Member of so that exilic community was was speaking in kind of the same prophetic tradition out that Isaiah had had started. Everything either either way, the consensus the is that these words were first written will be to men and women and of teeth. who had seen their then entire the lives turned upside down like the sun in the by painful events that were outside their control. Let them I, I want to repeat that. This is the word. These words were first written for men. And women, um, there's there's this kind of candy boys that, and girls um, and has been teenagers out for, oh, since I was who had a seen kid. life and itself now and upside down by events and now and later not control. Uh, now now and later so the, these, and these little my squares that some of us uh, know what that feels fruit flavor not not that we've been exiled but we we know would you agree with this we know what it feels like almost impossible on occasion to life turned upside down to eat a now and later either by by disappointment or betrayal or by illness or by failure. Much, much later, right? Maybe it's, by the death of a loved one well, or the rebellion the of a child I, I or by, by rejection from someone we love. We, we know what that feels like. And I think this is kind of a it now should be comforting later for us to parable. know that our uh, Christ God here is describing the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. Uh, to people, is, in other words, he's, he's telling, us, situation he's like telling us what the God has something to say to us is ruling here. When life is upside down. In the parable, he tells us what the kingdom is like now. Well, it's been observed that in this passage, there are three basic kinds of statements that God is making to his people. God is extending an invitation. What does the kingdom, what does the rule of God pose in this question look like? And he's making right a promise. Now. Those are the three well, kinds the of Well, the metaphor that Jesus uses invitation, is this. He says, question, imagine, and there's a promise. Imagine there's a we'll farmer the invitation. who sows you see it wheat in, verse in one. his field. And then verse 1 says, one night come, when everyone's paying attention, everyone his who thirsts, comes and come sows to the waters, weeds. He has, and he who has no money, kind of come he buy, sows weeds, come by wine right the and milk. You know, nobody money. notices at first, but then the, the plants begin invitation. to grow, and eventually the servants who work ever, on the farm, have they, you ever received they an invitation, and you're not to their horror sure that both that 
whoever's making it that they really mean it. Are let's say, growing in the uh, same field. let's say, you know, so friends Jesus tell says, you they're moving to a beach town in That's what I want you to bring to mind. That's the way the lovely and they say, you should come right visit now. us right, right now, Christ they, they invite you, but you're not the, sure the they mean it. They mean it's the kind of like a field that has and it's open-ended, and they never follow up on it. You're not sure they mean it. What is it for? What we well, have here, guys, this he is not is that, that kind of invitation. Of God what, what God is saying here, God really, really means. You know, when, when Jesus, I don't know if you noticed his ministry, in verse one the, here, there's, the, there's the one he began particular to word that is repeated several times. God in fact, is at four hand. times he came you to announce the, word. the arrival the of God's kingdom. The come. kingdom of God is here. God, in other words, come. God is right come. now come. ruling in come. this world. Four times, God really means it. In fact, the first time we see the word "come" here, it's actually translating the the Hebrew word field, hoy, which, which field, is basically a word that you would, you would shout at someone Every when you're trying to get their attention. To the hoy, in or, other words, you know, the King James translated, oh, oh, everyone that thirsteth. Today you might say, hey, and hey, you, God is saying, I'm inviting you. In other words, God is at work in this world. God is God is fulfilling me. His plan. An Old Testament scholar, Derek Kidner, um, God is right now as observed in, in this verse. It's kind of a strange. God is in verse one of, of Isaiah God is, 55. God is in this world interplay of, of uh, glory words that are in a singular Psalm grammatical Psalm form and words that are in a plural grammatical form. So everyone that thirsts, that's in the singular, come to the waters, that's in the plural. He who has no money, that's a singular. One thing, buy and eat. That's metaphor. This parable means singular. Plural, singular, plural. And I, you know, here. I am not sure why Already. the prophet spoke that way, but the second thing it means. But I'm glad he did. Is, is that the I mean, kingdom for, of for God me, is the, the not use of the plural means that this this invitation in of God is broad enough to include. It's, it's not. It's anyone, not here in, in right? the fullness of its the use power of the singular and it's, means. And it's, 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 it's final purpose. To I mean, in other words. And to, and There's to still a lot of you, I think it's safe to say that in, in a certain sense, justice, your name uh, is the, the written on this invitation. This is for you. You are invited in to the, come. Uh, in the late now, 1980s, for the exiled movie Hebrews, when they, when they heard Williams Isaiah 55 morning one, I imagine in the movie, Williams plays a disc jockey at a military radio station in Vietnam during the Vietnam War. Why? Why were they in exile? It's early in the morning. You know the story. Listen, Williams they were not in exile because they were being the persecuted or out there on the battlefield. Right? They're not in exile and, and he says to them, I'm going to play a God. very special they're, they're, song. They're not in exile because God wanted to display his Louis glory Armstrong. to the world by putting you, you know, the fortitude world. and resilience you know, of his people on display. No, listen, why were they in exile? They were in exile because Red of their sin. They had, they had disobeyed I the Lord. They had broken the covenant. They had turned toward idols. They had sinned. That's why they were in exile. wonderful You know, it's a beautiful song. It seems to me. As this, this, probably this music is playing in the background worse than having you know your whole life fall it, apart. A, a is your whole life fall apart and you horribly violent. It was from the wrenching was there from the Vietnam War. It's emotionally God said to them, "Come, come to me." Uh, and I would be saying, I still love you. The movie, you are still mine. You are still my children. You are invited. He is telling this that even though that I, I listen, don't know if you realize in a beautiful world that was created by a beautiful God to us through the in John um, 7, verse there are 37, weeds in a wheat field. Jesus said, there, there's, there's said, evil in this world. Anyone and I don't have to tell you that. Jesus, Jesus says, verse 38, the no matter weeds who the you are, no matter what you've done, no matter how you failed, or how far you've drifted from God, he says, if anyone thirsts, let the them parable. come to the, uh, me. Just the like this invitation here, God says deeply, to people who had sinned, who had strayed from God, who had messed up their own lives. I don't know if you noticed that all the words in this parable that are spoken by the servants, they are expressed in the form of questions. 
Now, Sir, what did God sow good seed in your field? Where did the weeds come from? They're, Do you want us thirsty, to pull them right? up? All the, they listen, are all the servants people. have are questions. They don't have, well, they don't we have any answers. They, 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 they can't. Wine, they cannot make sense of what's going on. To the it, waters, it just troubles get wine, them. Get milk. Oh and it, my, we know someone what has observed like, that these are three, have you just felt like that? three I don't basic kinds of so beverage. Water to quench our thirst, wine to gladden our hearts, there's, there's, and why milk is there so much racism and greed and oppression and violence? And so why, why, why is there child abuse? And why is the environment always being destroyed? Why is there so much crime in the streets and abortion? And why are there false religions? And he's offering them Milk, practices and sexual immorality strength in why, other words you could say that right here god is offering them everything well, their souls Jesus is saying that's need. what the kingdom god of says, god looks come, like come now now, did did the you king, notice? The kingdom is already he says, here. Um, the farmer come everyone the first come to the waters is he who has the kingdom is already no here money come buy and eat yet come here. buy wine and milk in its fullness without so money the kingdom now. Without price. Well, what about later? <laughs> well, well, Jesus saying, says that the day is coming. I don't want you to pay for coming. this. When the you know, world, let me ask you a question. What is, know if it, someone invites you to their house for will dinner, will radically, what's the first thing that you change at the harvest? First thing you he say, says at the end of the age. To their house for verse, dinner and verse forty-one. Say, this is what he says. Can I bring anything? He says, "The son of man." What can I bring? Can I bring a dessert? Can I can I bring a salad? How about you know? How about a nice loaf of Italian bread? What can I bring? What can I contribute to the meal? And God is saying, "Listen, I don't want you to bring anything at all. I don't want you to bring." They say, "This is. I am not inviting you to a potluck dinner. I don't want you to try to contribute." He's, he's saying to his people, I don't want you to bring father. anything. He's in, in saying, words, he's saying I want what we're going through right now, this is, is not you. forever. The day is coming. The day is coming. You. With everything that is wrong you know, there's, there's in a, this there's a world term that theologians use to right describe again. what is happening. Yeah, when, you, whenever you, you God notice, offers us Christ, Christ seems to be teaching goodness, that on the even final day, God is not it. only going to deal and with individual sin in individual lives. He's going to deal with structural sin in the world. The it's angels grace. will weed out of the this kingdom, is, not, this not is only of all grace. who do evil, but, but also Ephesians, all the Ephesians chapter two says all the, all the structures we, and systems in place in this world me, that constantly you, right? pull we people away from God and, and His values. Deserving in, in other words, of this, wrath. We deserve God's This seems to be pointing to something says, much, but much because more than of his merely great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by it's kind Grace. of like Mr. Beaver said in um, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. The, the gospel said, invitation is will an invitation of when Christ. Aslan the invitation here is an invitation At the sound of, of his roar, who did not deserve God's love, no were being more. offered when he bears his teeth. Souls winter meets its death. By a God who was asking, and when he shakes his mane. In return from them, he was asking for absolutely the, the day is coming. Nothing Guys, the day is coming. All. He just says, come. When Everything come, come wrong everyone in this world who thirsts come will to the waters he who has no money all come the weeds buy and eat come Jesus buy wine and milk and all without the wheat, money all of God's people price. will be gathered come. safe into the barn so first we see here an invitation and the kingdom of God second we we, here. we hear a question that you see so, the question now in, in verse 2 now God asks now them, God's kingdom is here why do you spend right? your money for that which is not bread and your labor not yet for that which does not here Satisfied. Later, 
In Someday. other words, to paraphrase, yeah. he, he, this, is, this is the question. Well, the God is offering like everything your soul longs for, so, and so he that's is offering parable. it that's to the, you that's the picture, for free. To help us understand the question, what God is doing in this why world, would the you kingdom turn now, anywhere else? the kingdom later. Why would you, why would you say no right to now, this invitation? Why, why, why this, would you look anywhere else other than God for that which only God can give you? How would you apply? Let's be honest. A parable like we this do to your that life. What, what are we supposed to do uh, with I, this parable? I, was, well, uh, I, I would say that this parable recently is a call at, at, uh, to two things. A young it's woman a on YouTube who had struggled for years with an eating disorder was explaining it's a call to urgency. why this particular passage meant urgency. so so, so first, it, it's a call to patience. This is what you know, she in, said. in the parable when she the servants, yes, um, the uh, the farm oh, workers, when they when they see the weeds growing in, in the field, she says, they, I they, went through a period What they want to do is they want to go out there and immediately just start God, pulling those weeds out of the but ground. I the didn't says, think no, he could satisfy that. my heart. <laughs> no, wait. I, I was thinking, just be patient. I just need to be in a relationship, or, or I need to be prettier, or something needs to change in my circumstances for my heart really to be happy. Christians mistakenly think that their job is to somehow make the kingdom happen right now in this world. And I spent There's, so much their time, job before money, God is to go out there and, energy, and root all, all the evil people out of the world. I was told and, and would Jesus make me happy, like, like no, trying to get no, guys' attention, trying to job. look a certain way, you trying know, to in, lose you weight, in, trying in to gain parable, approval, uh, we, trying we to seem like the perfect Christian, all these things. By the enemy, but and the not that they were necessarily bad. The enemy. No, Jesus says very clearly, the enemy is the devil. I thought they it, would satisfy, the, uh, satisfy my heart and make our, me feel whole and complete. Our struggle is not complete. against flesh and blood. People are but not they the couldn't. Our, our struggle These is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, before. against the authorities, against goes on. the powers my, my of this big dark world. Thing, my uh, big thing th- was those who, um, I, I, those who I really are not thought following that once Christ, I got married, I would Jesus says they are not the enemy. I didn't realize that no change I guess you could say they are the victims of the enemy. Can the, change the, the, the evil one has deceived and, them, and I had enslaved no them, that led right them down the wrong path. And do you know that Ephesians God 2 verse 3 says that all of us lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh, following its desires and thoughts. But it says, like the rest, spend your we money for were by nature bread. deserving of wrath. Why, why, so, why do you, you know, spend your labor for that which does not satisfy? Why do you spend all your energy and all your all your attention and all your effort running after things other than God when only God itself at what Only God can satisfy the every, every one of us who, by God's mercy, has come of your heart. That was that was the question. We're in the kingdom now, but there was a time exiles. when we were not. It is, you know, and, it and is I, by grace I that wonder, we have been saved. So, I wonder if there's any sense in which God might is be a call asking to patience. You, the, the world is full of sorrow. You know, there's listen, lots, if, if a if lot God, here that brings God us great disappointment. Us, there's lots of things that we find very discouraging. And if He's offering this saying that this age of sorrow will not last forever. Why would we turn anywhere else? Can I repeat that? Why would we? Why would we this look other age places? of sorrow? So, what does God have to say? What did we'll He have to say to these forever. exiles whose life was upside the day down? Is what does coming. He have to say when, to us when Christ our lives will, are upside down? He well, will come and He will make everything new, and He will wipe there's every tear from the eyes of well, His people. Why would you go? So, anywhere guys, else? there's a call here, and then there's a promise. Be patient. Uh, let, let me Be read patient. for you verse three, and then on. But into there's verse also four. a call to urgency. Verse now, three. You, you could get the impression from this. Incline your uh, ear and come to me. This parable that, your that, soul, that you know, once you're here, a weed, you're always a weed. There's no, there's, there's no chance of and changing. I will. This is why you never want to just take one section of Scripture and build your entire everlasting covenant. It. That, that, that's My not the point of the parable. Jesus, Jesus teaches in many places that all of Scripture Behold, does. I made him a witness to the people. That for every one of us, God offers. Commander. 
mercy for the people. God, now, God, this, God, is, God offers this requires weeds. Some explanation. An opportunity um, to become weak. He offers Isaiah, forgiveness for us. For, forgiveness, we know that was one made a covenant, at the cost of Christ's blood. God made an blood agreement. God made a promise. So, so um, to King Jesus David. ends King this David parable with some a, interesting a words, doesn't he? Over, over the very the end. Of God made a covenant uh, with David, and God, verse forty-three. God promised. He says, that "God would establish whoever has." Um, the ears. lineage of King David. That, let that, them that, hear. In other words, that one of David's sons whoever has ears, let them hear. That, that was a phrase Jesus often said in his on teaching. The it was his kind of way of saying, "Listen, you've you've heard what in, I've just in, told you. you find you've heard through, that the day through, is coming uh, when the Old Testament when, through the Psalms, when, uh, for example, this in present Psalm 2, world will come God to an end. That those who who've come into the kingdom, those who have come to Christ, are following God. They will be welcomed into God's presence forever. Those who are not will be." Um, in, in Psalm 22, God promised this, this king, this son of David, would what, what, testify he's about to the by talking about the weeds God being burdened is to all the nations good, of the world. Right? In Psalm so 72, God promised that all of this God's not children, go all of God's children, harvest day is coming if you have ears. Jesus says, would flourish, listen, just flourish here. under this king's So I think part of this parable is meant in for Psalm those who... In uh, Psalm 89, God guaranteed... Who perhaps right God now are, are not... that this covenant with David um, and with his offspring would last forever. They're not sons of, of no the righteous. What? In other words, this was they're, to they're, be They're not children of, of, of God. Covenant. They're not following Christ yet. And, and Christ but is saying, I love you. When the exile I, I, took place you. and the Babylonians Please conquered... Hear. The land of Judah so I wonder and the if, royal if city of Jerusalem that, uh, was set to today, the flame, God and God's is, people is were put through into chains and dragged off into and just slavery. A loving invitation to uh, it appeared to, to turn um, from outwardly. a life it of ignoring that the God. promises of God to, to confess your need for Christ. To I wonder if you've ever been in, in, in a and, season uh, of your life when things were just so one of the dark for you. It just it felt like maybe. Maybe God's so right promises now, to you had failed. Have you ever been through that? That's what the exile felt for the people of Israel. For, for the people of Israel, the people of Judah, the Babylonian exile. See, listen, the, it, the, the exile was not just a military problem or an economic problem or a political problem. For them, this was a deep theological problem. They, they weren't. They weren't just wondering why Thank their army had failed or why their government Thank had you failed. For the no, truth they, that he offers they, us. they were wondering if maybe Father, we their pray that your God spirit would come failed. and apply that truth maybe to they were wondering if our God understanding had given up. You would on apply it to our lives. That you would have give you, us have, grace have you ever been to there? respond. Have you ever wondered if maybe God has just to rejoice in your goodness? Given up on you. He doesn't seem Christ to be answering your prayers. He doesn't. Amen. He doesn't seem to speak to you in the Word anymore. He just seems so distant. Nothing. Nothing seems to be happening. Have you ever just wondered maybe God has given up? Listen. Listen. Um. That's the way they felt. And God was saying to his people, he's saying, I want you to listen to me. You have sinned, you have wandered, you have strayed, and because of this you are exiled. But he's saying, I want you to know, I will not break my promise to David. I will not break my covenant with, with the son of David for his sake. Not for yours, but for his sake. I promise I will restore you. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my, my steadfast, sure love for David. In other words, God, God was saying to them, he was saying, the love I promised to King David, all right? He's saying, that's the love I will give you. I'll give, it's not the love you deserve, it's the love David did, you know, I made the covenant with him. But I'm going to give it to you, to you. Now, during the, the, uh, the years of the exile, 70 years, the Hebrew people were so thoroughly 
destroyed and ridiculed and devastated by their enemies, that they essentially, they, they, be, they became repulsive in the eyes of the other nations of the world. I mean, they, rather than being a nation that was held in respect and, 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 and considered uh, you know, in high esteem, it, it's as if when the other nations thought about Israel and they saw the Jewish people, it's like they wanted to turn and walk in the other direction to get away from them. But, but do you see what God is saying to them in verse 5? God says, behold... He says, I'm going to change this. He says, behold, you shall call a nation that you don't know and a nation that you, you did not know shall run to you. Now, they're not going to run from you anymore. They're going to run to you. There'll be something so attractive about what I did do in you, Israel, that the nations of the world will want to come see you. Why? Because you're special? No, he says, be, no, because of the Lord your God, because he's special, because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel for... He has glorified you. So that's the promise that God made to Judah. All right, And, and the promise, listen, it, it wasn't based on um, anything they deserved. It wasn't based on their behavior or the fact that they had you know, straightened themselves up on the exile. No, that wasn't it. The promise was based on a covenant, an agreement that God had made with someone else, that God had made with David, right? That's how they knew God would keep this promise because it was based on God's covenant with David. And guys, do you know that in the same way for Christians, the promises that God has made to us, they're not based on us. They're based on a covenant, an agreement that God made with the son of David, with the Messiah, with Jesus himself. That, and that's, they're based on God's relationship with Christ. And that's how we know that's how we know God will keep his promises to us. Second Corinthians 1 verse 20 says, no matter how many promises God has made, and I'm telling you, he's made a lot of them. It says, no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. They're all, they're all fulfilled in Christ. And so through Christ, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. So, to people who are weary and thirsty and empty and broken, to people who feel like life is upside down. Does that describe you? To people in a situation like that, God has an invitation. He says, come. Come to me. You don't, you don't need to bring anything. I just want you. Come. He asks a question. Why, why would you go anywhere else? And he makes a promise. He says, come to me and I will give you my un." failing love come everyone who thirsts come to the waters incline your ear come to me here that your soul may live would you pray with me father we find comfort in knowing that even in especially in the dark moments, the upside down moments, the painful moments of life, when we feel exiled, when we feel empty, when we feel so far from you, we thank you that you speak into those situations. You are not silent. You speak an invitation. You say, come to me. I love you. You ask a question. Why would you go anywhere else? And you, and you make this promise. You promise us the unfailing love of that is deserved by the Son of David himself, the, your love for Christ promised to us. And so my prayer today, God, is that you would give us grace and faith to hear your word to us and to respond and to believe. 
that we might receive all you offer. In the name of Christ, amen.